Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people-pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so fired up about this topic. This is on self-confidence and you're here because you want to build massive self-confidence. This is a topic that I am so obsessed with. I love self-confidence. I love teaching on self-confidence and self-confidence is my superpower. When I was younger, if you've listened to the past few episodes on this podcast, you'll know I struggled so massively with self-confidence. I was so insecure. I was so shy And I was so afraid of expressing myself because I was afraid of what people would think of me. I was afraid of being made fun of. I was afraid of being judged. And safe to say, I had zero self-confidence. I had no self-confidence. I was timid and shy and meek and nice and... I can't tell you how many times teachers in school told me to speak up because they couldn't hear me because my voice was so quiet. I completely transformed my level of confidence from zero to 100. And I'm going to share in this podcast episode exactly how to do that. If self-confidence is something that you struggle with, even slightly, maybe you have a little bit of self-confidence, but you're looking to have really amazing confidence in yourself, then this podcast episode is for you, my dear. Something that I've never talked about before that I'm excited to share with you is I kind of see self-confidence as a hat that you can wear. Sometimes you don't feel confident on the inside, but you can practice feeling what it feels like to be confident, to look at someone in the eye and speak with confidence in that moment. So it's time to put on your self-confident hat and practice. And this is what happened when I was in college. My entire life from ages zero to 17, 18 years old, I was My identity was quiet. My identity was shy. My identity was insecure. This is how I showed up in life. This is the person that I was. And it would have been really weird for me to all of a sudden snap my fingers and be confident. People would be like, who, who, what? Like, what? But when I graduated from high school, And I went off to college as a freshman. This was like 10 years ago. I thought, no one knows me. I don't know anyone at this school. I'm moving to a completely new city. I moved to San Francisco. 
and I get to be whoever I want to be. I get to be myself. I get to try on being confident if I want to. I get to try on being this more authentic, real version of myself because for so long I was dimming myself. I was making myself small. I wasn't speaking up when I had something to say and I felt so insecure. And now this was a chance for me to completely reinvent myself. And so I started to speak a little louder. I started to carry myself a little bit higher. I started to put on this hat of self-confidence, even on the, if on the inside I was scared. I invented a new version of me. And what I was really doing was authentically expressing my true essence. And it felt really good. The more authentic I was and the more confidence I exuded, the more that energy compounded and gained momentum. And I was able to sustain this level of self-confidence. It became more of who I am. My self-image transformed. And so this is something that you can start to do in your own life. And it doesn't have to be a radical shift like I did where I was like, I'm going to reinvent myself. (laughs) It can be something so subtle and small that you feel on the inside. And you have the power. You have the choice. You get to take leadership and be the person that you know you are on the inside. What is confidence? The root word of confident, the Latin root word of confident is fidere and fidere translates to trust so to have self-confidence means to have self-trust when you think about trusting someone you can't trust someone you don't know and you can't trust someone you don't feel safe with so if you don't trust yourself you can't have self-confidence if you don't feel safe in your body You can't have self-confidence. So when you think about someone that you trust, think about that person, someone that you feel like you can trust. What is it about them that makes you trust them? What are some of those qualities that they have? When I trust someone, I trust them because they live in integrity. They are in integrity with their word. Who they are is in alignment with their actions, their behavior, their words, how they show up in the world. I trust them. When they say something, they follow through with it. And if they can't follow through with it, they take ownership and responsibility for it. They have consistently shown to me that I can trust them. They live an authentic life. They live in integrity with who they really are. There's a lot of respect in these kinds of relationships. In order to have self-confidence and self-trust, how can you start to cultivate this level of integrity and trust within yourself? How can you cultivate a relationship that is based on trust within yourself? That is how you gain massive self-confidence. So I want to share with you five ways to build massive self-confidence. How do you trust yourself? 
how do you become confident in yourself? So number one is integrity, what we were just talking about. And you've probably heard this before, but I'm going to share with you in a couple of different ways how you can actually apply this to your life. So being in integrity with yourself means that when you say you're going to do something, you follow through with it and you do it. It's about making small promises to yourself and keeping those promises. You likely over-promise and under-deliver when it comes to following through with the things that you tell yourself that you're going to do. You have to start small. Your work is to start so small and follow through with the little things that you say you're going to do and actually do it. So if you say you're going to go to the gym and you don't, in that moment, that diminishes just a little smidge of trust in yourself, maybe like 1%. You're like, okay, I didn't go to the gym. I'll go, I'll go tomorrow. It's fine. You know, making up excuses, all these things. But over time, if you consistently continue to tell yourself, I'm going to do this and you don't, that will really affect your level of trust in yourself because you are not being in in integrity with your word. And that will start to tear away and eat away at your self-confidence. So start small. Literally, if you say you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym, scan in, walk around, leave. I don't care. You said you were going to do something and you do it. And I'm speaking from a place of, oh my God, I have been there. I have been so low with my sense of self-confidence. It's not even funny. I would over-promise and under-deliver over and over and over and over again to myself to the point where I was like, I can't even trust myself to do anything. I don't know if I'm going to do this. How can I trust myself? So I get it. But the good thing is that when you start small with very, very little things, making your bed, putting your hand on your heart and taking a big, deep breath, (sighs) doing some little things, one action step, one baby step at a time, then over time, when you are consistent with yourself, this creates a compound effect and starts to create massive momentum in a positive direction. And the better you feel, the better you feel. And then, and this builds this unshakable sense of self-trust. Like, oh yeah, I've got me. I've got my own back. I know that when I say something, I'm going to do it. The follow through is so important. This brings me to my next point of gaining massive self-confidence. And this is also something that I've never heard anyone really talk about before when it comes to self-confidence. But it's something that I love doing. It's something that so many people don't do because you think that you're going to inflate your ego and become too proud, which is practicing self-acknowledgement. So 
Self-acknowledgement is what I have found to be so amazing and helpful with building your self-confidence. And what is self-acknowledgement? It's consciously becoming aware of all the ways that you currently do show up for yourself and acknowledging yourself for it. Saying, yay, you did it. You made the bed. Yes, you made yourself dinner. Great job. Even if it was just going for a walk outside. Even if it was just resting and acknowledging yourself for it and allowing that to be enough. So many times we brush away the amount of things that we do for ourselves and how far we've come. We don't celebrate ourselves for these little wins that happen in our lives. Things that just feel so small and minuscule, like, oh yeah, of course I should be doing that. Because we don't want to be too proud. We don't want to brag about ourselves. We don't want to get lost in some ego game where we're like, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. But honestly, being proud of yourself can be such a healthy practice. Because if you struggle with self-confidence, when you move up the emotional scale from feeling ashamed of yourself, from feeling guilty, from feeling stuck and paralyzed in fear in self-doubt, the next step is taking action and feeling proud of yourself. So feeling proud of yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You are allowed to feel proud of yourself. You are allowed to pat yourself on the back and say, good job. You did amazing. I'm so proud of you. Even if it was just for laying on the couch all day because you needed rest. Or it could be, you know, going to the gym and moving because that's what you needed. It all comes down to how are you taking care of yourself and acknowledging what it is that you need and then getting those needs met and acknowledging yourself for it. The energy of celebration is so magnetic and powerful. What if you started to celebrate yourself in your life? If this resonates with you, grab your journal, open it up to a fresh page, grab a pen, and just start writing down a list of all the things that you've done or accomplished in your life that you're proud of. It can be big or small. You can do it for just today, or you can do it over the span of your lifetime. And then read that list back to yourself and just really Take in all of the amazing things that you have done, all of the amazing things that you've overcome. You know, maybe it was getting through a breakup or losing a friend or losing a parent. Maybe it was having courageous, inspired action to do something that felt so aligned with your truth when everyone else around you was questioning you and asking you, what are you doing? Maybe it was unloading the dishwasher. (laughs) It can be something so small or so big. It doesn't matter. And you will be mind blown when you do this practice. You will feel such a sense of empowerment and this sense of self-love. Acknowledgement of yourself is so crucial for our mental and emotional health. It's so important to look back and see how far we've come My next tip to building massive self-confidence is going on a journey of self-discovery. 
Because remember, if you don't know who you are, you can't trust yourself. And you can't have self-confidence. You can't be confident in yourself if you don't even know who you are. You need to know who you are beyond your superficial self-image. In the last podcast episode, I talked a lot about this. How knowing who you are is the number one thing that you need in order to feel worthy. So going on a journey of self-discovery is exciting and fun and so rewarding and nourishing. This is something that I teach inside of my programs and I love guiding people through the journey of knowing their essence, their soul's essence. And I can't tell you who you are. I can't tell you what your essence is. Only you know that. And so that is your work. Past all of the superficial things of who you think you are, you know, your personality, how nice you are, all the mistakes that you've made, all the accomplishments that you've made, how well you perform, what you did or didn't do in the past what people think of you, what you look like, your appearance, what your body looks like, what you do for work, what you do for a living. Who are you? What is the signature of your soul? What are the gifts that you have to bring? Only you know. Only you know. And if you have no idea then there are many ways that you can start this beautiful journey of self-discovery. You can start journaling. You can start asking yourself, what are some things that light me up? That if no one would get mad at me, if I wouldn't make a fool of myself, if money didn't exist, what would I do? What's exciting to me? What fills my soul? What brings me joy? And those answers are found only from your level of willingness to go down that path and explore. And on that path, you will discover who you are. And it's such a beautiful journey. So step four In order to have high self-confidence, you must take courageous action. So here's the thing. Your lack of self-confidence comes from feeling these emotions, typically of fear, guilt, or shame. And when you don't allow yourself to feel these emotions they will stay stuck in your body. And the fear and the guilt and the shame becomes a perpetuating self-fulfilling cycle. The more the fear comes up, the more you're like, no, 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 can't feel the fear, can't feel the fear. Okay, no, 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 no. What can I do to distract myself? Can't feel fear. Oh, fuck, I'm afraid. Okay. And then you're constantly anxious And then you wonder why you don't have confidence in yourself. 
because these emotions of fear, guilt, and shame are in the vibration of inaction. This is why we feel so paralyzed when it comes to not feeling confident in ourselves is because we are living in perpetual states of fear, guilt, and shame. The way out of feeling paralyzed and stuck is to feel the fear, feel the guilt, feel the shame, stop pushing it down, stop trying to numb it, stop trying to make it go away and be with it, sit with it, feel it, acknowledge it. I'm feeling afraid. Okay, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of being judged. Okay, what will happen if I feel judged? Then I will feel bad. And what happens when I feel bad? And I'll feel ashamed of myself. Okay. So feel the shame. And you're probably already feeling a level of shame anyways. So you might as well take inspired action. So feel your feelings. If you don't know how to feel your feelings, I teach this specifically inside of my program, Worthy Woman Blueprint. There is an entire module month dedicated to, well, throughout the entire program, actually, the four months is all about building emotional intelligence, becoming a master of your emotions. And I'll talk about that at the end of this podcast. So once you feel your emotions, then you can start taking inspired action. Because what is the medicine for inaction? It's taking action. And what happens when you decide to take action? Fear will come up. Tons of fear will come up. And this is so normal. It's so normal to be afraid when you're like, okay, I'm going to be courageously taking action. The fear is going to come up and say, you can't do this. You're not good enough. What are people going to think? You're going to look like a fool. You're going to make a fool of yourself. And then you're going to feel so embarrassed and ashamed and you know, what if I fail? And what if this isn't even the right thing for me? I can't handle the feeling of feeling bad about myself. So I'm just going to stay stuck. No, you must take action. And that is the thing about courage. Taking courageous action means feeling the fear and doing it anyways. So maybe this means speaking up to someone who's been walking all over you. You've been letting them walk all over you. Or setting a boundary with someone. Maybe your inspired action means saying no when someone asks you to do something for them. Maybe this means posting your first photo on Instagram or announcing to the world that you're starting a new business. Maybe this means having a hard conversation with someone or asking for help or hiring someone to support you or asking your partner for what you need. Or acknowledging what is it that you even need. Whatever it is, fear is going to come up. But the coolest thing about feeling the fear and doing it anyway is that once you do it, you gain a reward. And that reward is confidence in yourself. Because guess what? Once you do it, you realize it didn't kill you. You can handle it and you're still okay. 
and you know that you're going to be okay. On the other side of feeling the fear and taking courageous action is so much self-confidence. And once you continue taking action over and over and over and over again and continuing to not suppress the fear, feel the fear, feel the guilt, feel the shame, feel like, okay, if I feel bad and embarrassed, I'm going to be okay anyways. So I might as well take this courageous action. Then self-confidence will start to build on itself. You will start to gain so much trust in yourself. Like I can do really hard things. It's hard and I can do it. And I trust myself that I can do it. If I can do this, I can do anything. And then you gain so much freedom. It's so beautiful. If you think about something that you've never done before, you probably have no confidence in yourself. You don't trust yourself that you're going to do a job well done. You don't trust yourself that it's going to go smooth and it's going to be amazing. Because you've never done it before. You don't know what to expect. It's unknown. So having confidence in yourself means, okay, I'm confident in this. I'm confident in this because I know I'm good at it. Like I'm really good at holding space for others. I'm really good at the work that I do. I'm really good at this skill that I've developed because I showed up over and over and over again and practiced until I became really good at it. But you have to start somewhere. You probably aren't going to be amazing at something at first. You must show up every day and build confidence in yourself. Confidence is built over time. You are going to make mistakes. You cannot let those mistakes get in the way of continuing onward. If you messed up, it doesn't mean anything about who you are. Messing up and mistakes are going to happen. And the deciding factor of whether you shrink back down to low self-confidence or having high self-confidence is if you continue to choose to move forward despite messing up, despite feeling fear. If you think about, for example, when I first started floral design, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea. No one had ever taught me. I'd never really taken any classes or like seen anyone do it. No one had ever taught me before. And so I decided to go into this learning floral design with a beginner's mindset. I wasn't good at it at all. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no self-confidence, but I was willing to accept that I sucked at first And it didn't really matter because I was so passionate about learning. I was so excited to learn. I was so excited about exploring the art of floral design. And I was willing to look like a fool and make mistakes. And the more I practiced each week, the better I got. The more I learned. The more mistakes I made, the more I learned. And then over time, it became easier and easier and easier. And I became more confident, more confident, more confident. It was built over time. And so this beginner's mindset is a beautiful approach to anything that you want to become confident in. You have to be humble, but also willing to mess up 
and willing to continue moving forward. And if you're not willing to continue moving forward, then stop. Don't do it. My question to you is, would you rather wake up one day with regret that you stopped? Or do you want to keep going even when it's hard and believe and trust in yourself and build that trust in yourself, build that self-confidence? No one can do this for you. No one can do this work for you. You have to show up for yourself every single day and build on it. When I first started at the gym, I started in May of this year. I had been putting off lifting weights for my entire life. And once I pushed through the idea that I was going to look like a man when I started lifting (laughs) and actually decided I was going to do this, sign up for a gym and start lifting with a beginner's mindset, feel the fear of walking into the gym for the first time looking at all the people around me thinking, oh my God, these people know what they're doing and I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't even know how to adjust a bench. (laughs) I was so scared. But I showed up and I did it anyway and I got the right people to show me what the F to do. (laughs) I got the right people, you know, signed up for for the workout program I got my husband in there with me to make sure that my form was okay so that I didn't hurt myself. And I decided, I was like, I'm going to become good at this and I want to feel confident in myself. Not only confident with myself, with my lev- like skill level and my ability to continue lifting weights and going to the gym and gaining strength, but I wanted to feel confident in myself deep down, like, Not only in my body, I wanted to feel more confident, but I wanted to feel this sense of like, I can do anything. If I can lift this 50 pound weight off the ground, I can do anything. It's because it's hard. It's hard work. And I feel that self-confidence is very, a very masculine thing. We have feminine and masculine energy within ourselves. And if you want to develop more self-confidence, It's developing that more masculine energy within you. Masculine energy is about showing up, taking action, being focused, and your ability to trust in the masculine, in your inner masculine, is so important because your inner feminine wants to be held. It needs a container. It needs something to fall into. It needs something to lean back on and trust so that it can feel safe to open up and receive and flow. But if you don't have an inner container, an inner strength of masculine energy within you, it's going to be really hard to feel confident in yourself. It's going to be really hard to safely express yourself and to be your authentic self if you don't feel confident in yourself. The fifth step to having massive self-confidence is grace. So I'm going to give it to you straight. With every new level of confidence, that you build in yourself, you will face self-doubt. Self-doubt is something that never goes away. As long as you're a human with an ego, you will have self-doubt. There will always be an inner critic in your head that's telling you that you're not good enough. What if you fail? What if you mess up? What if you look bad? What if you make a fool of yourself? What if you're not smart enough? What will people think? 
you look so stupid. You should stop now before you totally embarrass yourself and blah, 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 blah. With every new level of confidence, this inner critic is going to come up and you're going to doubt yourself. Even the most successful people in the world experience self-doubt. Guess what? You already feel afraid. You already feel ashamed. You already feel like, what if this doesn't work? So you might as well do it anyways. Because whether or not you you do it, you're still going to be afraid. Would you rather be on the other side of it and say, oh my gosh, I am so glad I did this even though I was afraid and I stayed in alignment with my truth and I had the courage to take massive action? Or am I going to stay small and stuck and be afraid and live in fear and not do it and wonder what, what, what would my life have looked like if I actually took the action? Having grace means being gentle on yourself. It means that there are going to be ups and downs in your journey, that you're going to face really hard days, that having confidence is something that you can't do if you're hard on yourself. If you're constantly beating yourself up and telling yourself, oh, I should have done better. Why didn't I do it this way? I messed up. I failed. Oh, I look so stupid. Oh my God, I made a mistake. You're going to make mistakes. So you might as well be really nice to yourself. You might as well treat yourself with so much compassion. How can you hold yourself with grace and gentleness like you would for a toddler who's just learning how to walk? You wouldn't go up to a toddler who fell down as they took their very first steps and tell them you're not good enough. You need to stop now, berate them, shame them and tell them to never walk again. No, you would encourage them. You would help them get up off the floor and say, it's okay. Let's try again and kiss their little forehead when they cry and say, I know you're scared. You can do this. I believe in you. It's okay to fall. That's part of the process. How tender and loving can you be with yourself in this process? Especially when it gets hard. Especially when you make mistakes. Especially when you're afraid and feel like giving up. Maybe you want to get out a photo of yourself when you were younger and put it somewhere where you can see her every day and look at her and Tell her how wonderful and amazing amazing she is because she is. And treat yourself with grace, just like you would treat your younger self when you were two years old, just learning how to walk, just learning how to be in life. Because no amount of berating yourself and shaming yourself and punishing yourself and trying to talk yourself out of things is going to get you self-confidence. You have to be loving to yourself. You have to embrace that you're going to make mistakes and that people around you are probably going to be like, what the heck is she doing? Or get disappointed in you or feel all these ways about you. But you, you love yourself anyways. And you believe in yourself and you hold the vision that your most confident, confident self exists 
already within you. You just have to choose to be her. You just have to choose to have courage, to speak up, to stand out, to take action, to trust yourself, build that self-trust, to show up for yourself every single day when no one else is looking, when no one can hold you accountable, when no one's looking, who are you? What are you doing? Who are you being? How are you showing up for yourself? This is what builds massive self-confidence. If this helped you in any way at all, if this resonated with you, I'm so glad because building self-confidence is such a magical, beautiful journey. And I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. But the more you practice, the easier it gets. And the more you're willing to face your fears, the more you're willing to feel the shame, to feel that cringe, to feel like, oh my God, everyone's judging me and love yourself anyways and follow that inner calling that's within you, that inner voice, that voice of your heart that is leading you, that wants you to succeed, that wants to be fully expressed, that is the greatest journey of your life and will reap so many rewards. I love you so much. Have a beautiful week. This podcast is sponsored by Worthy Woman Blueprint. I'm so excited to share about Worthy Woman Blueprint. It is my signature four-month trauma-informed healing and coaching program that helps spiritually curious women address and heal the root causes of low self-worth patterns like people-pleasing and self-doubt and helps you to reclaim your feminine power, gain massive self-worth, self-confidence, and freedom so that you can be your most authentic self in your life. This program is for you. If you're someone that's been doing all the self-love stuff, affirmations, self-care, baths, face masks, and even trying therapy to find your worth and to heal from emotional roller coasters and habits of playing small in your life, but you know that the root issues go so much deeper and you're ready to receive the support so that you can finally heal once and for all. So if you're someone who wants to become a master of your emotions, if you want to deeply know and honor and fully express your feminine essence, and if you want to embody your innate worth and reclaim your feminine power, then this is the program for you. So in four months, I'll personally coach you and teach you everything you need to radically transform your self-image, take back your feminine power, and live as your most confident, free, authentic self. If you're ready to fully commit to doing the deep inner healing work and experience radical transformation within yourself and your life, then Worthy Woman Blueprint is for you. And I'm super excited to announce that doors are officially open for enrollment, and I'm only opening four spots up for the women that are ready to make massive changes in in their lives. So if this sounds like you and you're interested in learning more about it, then head down to the show notes 
for this episode and click the button to apply. And if anything that I've said in this episode or any of my content resonates with you and you feel like I spoke to some part of you that could use some help and support in your healing journey, then I invite you to listen to that call of your heart and trust yourself and take inspired action to at least just apply and learn more about the program. And if you want to hear how this program has changed women's lives and personally hear from all the graduates of the program about their experience inside Worthy Women Blueprint, then just head over to my Instagram at I am Melissa Emily, where you'll find multiple highlight reels of all the incredible results from the women who've transformed their lives inside of Worthy Woman Blueprint. And maybe you'll be one of them. I cannot wait to see your application and meet you on a discovery call and you know whether this is calling you, you know deep down. So trust the whispers of your heart and I trust that you'll make the decision that's right for you. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you haven't already, go to iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode when it's released. And if you found this episode super valuable and think that other women like you would benefit from it, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that people can find this podcast. And if we haven't met yet, I would love to meet you. Go over to my Instagram or TikTok at I am Melissa Emily and say hello. You can also head over to my website, theworthywoman.co, if you're interested in learning more about all of my offerings and juiciness that I've been creating for you so that you can reclaim your feminine power and gain massive self-worth in your life. Don't forget you are worthy because you are. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.